gosh we're such dorks we have all our new gear on speak Hi, for everybody. yourself it's yeah i'm Jeez. an audiophile I, I just yelled to julianne i'm an audio whiz and then i hung up on her by accident <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. but weens has a new microphone so how's it working yeah i got one of these uh i know i don't even want to say it because there's such you said that there's a lot of haters on the blue yeti but you know what I like it. It sits in a little box. It's in your little foamy box. Yeah. And and it's real cute, like. See? Audio Mm -hmm. whiz. I know. Well, and you need it because we're going to do better interviews. You used to, you had your microphone uh, taped to your stand with like blue painter's tape and it was a whole thing. Ah, beautiful. We're turning, we're getting serious. We're getting really getting serious. No more stories from the closet. I would make everyone sit in my clothes closet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm still in a closet right now. I'm looking at my brown trench coat. Brown. Brown trench coat studios. Hey, Joe. How are you? What? Also known as Mouse. Hey, uh, do you want to talk about visiting the hit show, The Rookie? (laughs) Yes. Yay. Oh, I have an idea. Let's take a quick break and we'll hear from our friends in this podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And, and we, we make, make up the Cutaways, Cutaways podcast. podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye! <laughs> yes! Yay! Yeah. Weens, you are awesome. Um, we had a oh, day thanks. off of school with the kids, and so I'm like, let's go visit Aunt Nan, which you're called, and yes. you welcomed us. We got Dave to even take off a day work. It was very exciting, and went up to Warner Brothers Studios. Well, first of all, what? how does it go on your end? Like, is that just like, oh, you roll your eyes, like the whole family's coming, it's going to be a whole thing? No, I just always worry that something will, it'll be a busy day and that I can't spend that much time. But um, no, you know what I did, which is different, mm-hmm. is I pre-told everyone. So mm-hmm. normally I just kind of like try to do everything under the radar. And it's so much easier when you're just like, hey, I have a family that's coming on Monday. Mm-hmm. And just to let you know. And is that fine? And someone says, sure. I go, great. And I go, can you call in a pass and call them a drive-on so they could officially get in the gate and mm-hmm. have a parking space? And they go, sure. And then I talked to the producer and said, my family's coming. Can I bring them to set? And he says, yes. And everything <laughs> is official. <laughs> Yay, you're growing up, weens. Someone's growing up, weens. The wiener's growing up. The wiener's <laughs> getting bigger. It's getting tall. The wiener's growing up. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, so we felt very official. We checked into our Magic Castle Hotel the day before, the night before. So cool. I found it because somebody was talking about doing a weekend up in LA from down here in San Diego and said, does anyone have recommendations for good hotels for kids? And so I looked into it and I sent you a link and you had been there with mom, right? Yeah. But you guys went how long ago? Because it's new. I think what it was, it was this weird transition where they had these bunkers next door. or You know, it might have been the same apartments. They must have bought the building next door that was mm-hmm. old apartments, but they were really old. Like we were one of the first ones to stay there, and they looked kind of like army barracks or really old 1950s apartments. But they weren't fancy. It just felt like you were in someone's 
Like they had a stove and a kitchen and yeah. it was weird. Was that I the same? I thought it was so cool though. I was totally into it. Did they, was it all painted bright yellow like how it is now? I don't think so. I think they were, I think they, why is okay. it so hard to get out? Uh, I think you probably got the newer, fancier version. It was cool, but it just looked like they had just taken yeah. over someone's apartment building. So you must have, yeah, had the pre-phase so it was super cool. I went, um, we pulled up, they have underground parking. We walked up into the lobby and two really nice people were there. And I wrote down their names because they were cute. Um, Thomas and Elizabeth. And they checked us in and went through this whole list of stuff. He reminded me of like a Paul Red, and she was kind of like... Um, Another, I feel like everybody is probably in the business at some level, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a model if you're working there, you're probably. Wanting, yeah, yeah. Everybody's actors. like kind of slightly beautiful and slightly on, right? They were, yeah. they were great though. They were so cute. So they went through all the list and here's what sold me on it as a place for kids. Um, they had free snacks at the front desk. You can go down and get any snacks you want, like full size candy bars anytime um wow for free yeah for free they had the complimentary breakfast in the lobby which is just your you know pastries and fruit and cereal and all that good stuff pastries. coffee they have white glove hot chocolate service for the kids and they'll bring it to your room with marshmallows or without oh i know they had an ice cream uh rolled out our ice cream machine into the pool area like out in the main pool area and soft serve ice cream as much as you want. Um, a soda machine with all the buttons where you can make it cherry Coke or whatever. Wow. And they can refill there as much as they want. They have laundry that you can drop off your laundry and they'll wash it for you. And then they'll package it back up all folded in a brown paper package with like a brown. string. And deliver it to your room. It was wow. Like, neat. And then they have all these games. And so do the kids love that? I mean, is that a oh, way to their heart? Totally. They yeah. were just like were adults they went down and got snacks and popcorn and ice cream and they're running all over and you know all the movie channels you could want you can get dvds at the front desk they had this huge list and i don't know it was awesome they had no food on site but you just like put in an order and you can call it down and they will have it delivered to you so yeah and then oh yeah this was the best part they have a popsicle hotline at the pool so uh-huh. as a kid, you're bopping around the pool. You get out and go to the red phone, hang on the wall there, and you lift it up and popsicle, please. And they come out with their little white gloves and a silver tray and popsicles for the kids. Oh, how cute. It was, it was super cute. Yeah. And then the inside of the place was, like you said, a kind of 50s style apartment. And it did have like the old stove and the old cabinets. and But it's all painted and they redid the floors and nice beds and so I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was cool, like a little retro. I'm this sure is it's what... different than when, when I went there. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though, is hmm. for being so kid-friendly, isn't there only one period of time where the kids get to go inside the Magic Castle? Right. So it's a building right next to it. You have to walk across a big driveway to go over to the actual Magic Castle, which I've never been to. Yeah, and it's adult only, and it's like black tie, right? You have to wear fancy Not, clothes. I mean, the... just a little nicer. Okay. Yeah. For nighttime shows. Um, and they said kids are allowed for the brunches. I think they have Saturday and Sunday brunch, but it was so filled up because it was the weekend before Halloween that we couldn't get in. So it didn't work out this time. But now that we know about it, I'm going to plan ahead and do it again. The kids loved it there. They were all over it. And really? So it doesn't even matter if you go inside the Magic Castle. You could just have fun at the hotel. Yeah, totally. Yeah, now, did you was, guys, because they have Yamashiro's restaurant is the big Japanese cool restaurant on the hill right there. Did you oh, guys stop in? I saw that right behind the Magic Castle, right? Yeah, I forgot to tell yeah. you about it. You could go and they have a little pagoda. Pagoda. Yeah. You get to go down and look over the hill from a Japanese pagoda. <laughs> and then you go inside and I think they may have filmed a little bit of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon inside. There's this really cool outdoor, indoor-outdoor dining area where they have... Some kind of koi looking thing in the middle and then you feel like you're outside but in this Japanese nice. paradise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it like um Carl Strauss down here, the beer gardens? A little bit. The koi pond. Yeah, I like that. Except just one main central 
indoor outdoor courtyard where you dine around the outer edges. I see. I see. It's very we beautiful. went to the Roosevelt Hotel, which is very walkable. We had to walk like a block, I guess. And yeah. went into the historic Roosevelt Hotel and went to what was it called? Like twenty five cents or something. Anyway, it was a, a hamburger diner. Yeah. And Isn't but it's that cute. Cool. Roosevelt's cool. It's yeah, that's where yeah. we filmed a movie with Johnny Depp, and they have a real nice outdoor pool that has been used in several films. That's a famous hotel, right? A lot and of isn't movie that the stars one? and ghosts? Yeah, we referenced in our ghost episode last year with your seance lady. That was cool. Oh, yeah, what was her name again? Kathy Patty Patty Negri Patty Negri, uh, medium for the stars. Yeah, yeah. She was, so it was cool. cool walking around there. It felt a little haunty. We didn't go to the pool. We just went for the food and and left again. And then we did all the touristy stuff. Walked around the tchotchke shops and looked at the stars on the boulevard and went over to the Chinese Man Theater. But the it was all like quartered off because they is that how you say it? Quartered off, cordoned off. Yeah, cordoned. It was, yeah had ropes around it and stuff. And they were setting up this huge premiere, this red carpet premiere for the new Terminator. Ooh. But um, I since found out after we left and came back to San Diego, they had to re-schedule um, because of the wildfires, which Aww. started up that Sunday morning, I think. Or no, Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah, because we woke up and it was all smoky. Wow. But we did the Guinness Book of World Records Museum. How was that? It was cool. It was really cute. They had a, gr- a lot of good kid activities, um, like different kiosks where you could like test your skills, see if you can type as fast as this guy and throw the ball and scream in this chamber. I mean, there was a screaming. See how, how many decibels you could scream out. And oh my gosh. I have video of the kids going nuts in there. That oh, was funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. So it was good. As a tourist, is it satisfying like a day in Hollywood? I always look and say, God, are people disappointed because it's kind of dirty and scrungy over there? But no, it is was it fun? cool. I mean, but it was such limited time. We really only went for like one night and one morning. So it's not Would you like go we're longer next time? Is there enough to do? Yeah, we got the multiple pass for all the museums. We thought we'd have enough time to see the Wax Museum and then the Ripley's, believe it or not, but we didn't. And the pass wasn't that expensive, much more expensive than the regular entrance fee. So we that would be something we'd do next time. We didn't get to shop a lot. Like it would have been fun to go see like Rodeo Drive and Melrose. And but um, oh, Toby got to go to the Supreme store. So that was his big oh, he exciting kept talking thing. about his backpack is, and his hat. Fourteen-year-old oh. boys and like fashion. God, what and were stuff. we that obsessed with at that age? Guess jeans and all that. Uh, no, that was earlier. I, can't. I didn't have a thing, I don't think. I don't either. Yeah, I didn't either. I was all into like my sports. Like That was a whole new thing, being new at school and doing basketball Aww. and all that. I That's didn't. nice and healthy. All right, now <laughs> let's talk so, about... The meat of the trip was going to see the weenie, the wiener meat. Wiener that in action. She's real so nice. So exciting. Yeah, so you came in. I want to hear about... like. Were the kids, did you guys say, oh, because you didn't really know what to expect, right? So they came over to the Warner Brothers lot. Right. And? And at first they were like, we thought we were going to Universal. I'm like, no, we're going to go see Aunt Nan at work. It's like a day at work. And they were like, wow, that's boring. (laughs) (laughs) But she works at basically like Universal's, but it's Warner Brothers. It's all the studios. And you get to go in a golf cart and we're going to see stuff. Okay. So we... Pulled up. We got all our badges. They were very impressed. They got their names printed on special VIP badges. Um, went to our parking spot. Dave loved that. He was all excited because he has his Mr. New Guy cool car, this Tesla. Tesla. It's crazy, by the way. Just driving He's, on the block in that car with him. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, Joel, I'll drive around the block. It was so neat. It was like a roller coaster where you get that zero to 60 in like a yeah. second where your stomach is like, woo. yeah. This I is the Model it. S, the sedan, and yeah, he loves showing it off like Ugh, to someone who neat. hasn't been in one before. It's cool, yeah, the zoomy zoomer, but mm-hmm. he does worry about it. It's like, oh, what if somebody, but it's got so much technology now. It's got cameras on all sides, and yeah. oh, it was hilarious. When we first got it, the very first night, we all went out to a family movie, and we parked it in 
the parking lot and watched the movie. Came back out. David forgotten the key fob. There's that word. Fob. Key fob. He love it. He forgot it in the movie theater. He left it on his little tray oh, with no. his popcorn and stuff. So we we all sat in the car, right? It, like couldn't open by this app on your phone. But uh, so we were all sitting in there and we turned on the music and we were just listening to music, waiting for dad to come back with the key. And because I hit enough buttons on the radio, all of a sudden it like did this alarm thing while we were sitting inside it oh, and no. it went. And it blasted. I know that got really loud. But I, we were all, we jumped. It was like this crazy, so funny. What is that, Phantom of the Opera or something? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was hilarious. And then he ran out and unlocked it. And we were like screaming. Oh my that God. That was the alarm? Was Wait, are you saying yeah, the, alarm? the alarm? Oh my God. So if someone some tried big to steal dramatic one. like symphony plays. Yeah, yeah, it was That's hilarious. hilarious. Really loud, and like all the lights start flashing, and you're just like, "What the hell is going on?" But it's funny because they give you like 30 seconds where you're thinking, "Like, cool, I got this. I just broke into this car. I'm gonna listen yeah. to the radio," and then all of a sudden it comes on, and it's like so freaky. Yeah, I mean, these are like jokesters who design this car because they have a whole fart thing on it where you can make people's <laughs> seats fart. Yes. And it's crazy. Like, who would design this super fancy high-tech car and then have fart seats? Like, yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, there's whoopee cushion buttons. And then you can yeah. also set your blinker to be a fart noise. So oh. instead of the tick-tock, tick-tock, it goes... <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> farts great. are funny. Elon Musk and many people in the higher echelon think farts are funny. See? We found See? our people. <laughs> I love it. All right. Yeah. So back to the story. So you came on so, the lot. You got your parking. He was oh. very happy to have a parking spot. Very good. We walked into your offices up your metal stairs and you were coming down to find us. That is the Warner Brothers Mill. The mill. That's the where mill. they do all the sawing, construction department, and paint and all that. Yes. Yeah. Writing department was downstairs because I went in yep. there looking for a bathroom, realized they didn't have one. Oh, yes. Those are the writers. Yeah. And I felt bad. <laughs> I heard them all murmur, murmur in the rooms. And I like <laughs> sneaking around. I don't know where I am. Uh, yeah. And everybody was very nice. You brought us upstairs and we got to meet all your coworkers. Little yes. shout outs to everybody. We've met a few of them on the podcast. You've done little mini interviews with yeah. them. Who was, who was on so far? We had your uh, dating story guy. Oh, yeah, Jackson, the county guy. Jackson's funny. And then I think that's, you know, mostly like Eddie Marino's family. So mm-hmm. that's who I work with, too. Yeah. And then I'm going to move then, this story along. <laughs> yes. And then you got into a golf cart with us. And we zoomed around. Got to see the True Blood scenes. And we got out. Oh, yeah. Dave around. loved that. Yeah. Yeah, he we watched. used to watch that one. The kids, too. I mean, it was the day before, no, Halloween. the weekend before Halloween. So they were like, oh, haunted houses, let's go in. And they're creeping around. There was, like, creepy stuff. I think we might have been in Lafayette's house because there was all this voodoo stuff, like, spray-painted on the walls. And Ooh. Yeah, that was cool. Um, what else did we go into? Oh, that one house, but it was offices, remember? <laughs> Wait, we went in. Oh, yeah. We, it was a, a Warner Village, is a street where it looks like just a bunch of like the Desperate Housewives street. It kind of looks like that, although mm-hmm. that's at Universal. But yeah, so we, I said, Oh, yeah, kid. They go, Does anyone live in there? I go, No, they're sets. They're just empty. You can go in. And so Charlotte <laughs> runs out of the golf cart and goes in, and then it's like someone's office. She's like, Ha! Ah. <laughs> and then we all followed and then quick ran back out. And then. And then we went into another stage. I think we were going on the set of Young Sheldon. Yes. <laughs> we walk in and oh, I go, yeah. okay, here's Young Sheldon's house. Like, come on in and see where the set for his house. And then we go in and there's like a man sleeping in the middle of the floor. Yeah. So, and then some lady comes out and she goes, hey. I go, hi, we're just showing the kids and the fans. She goes, Chuck Lorre's here. Who Chuck Laurie's the big show creator of like, you know, two and a half men of that show, a million other big shows. Big Bang Theory, yeah. So we're like, and then Elliot kept going back, Chuck Laurie's sleeping on the floor. And then he thought it was actually Chuck Laurie. Now, <laughs> was it is. Chuck Laurie sleeping on the floor? I don't know. Who knows? It was just a man on the, it could have been. Who knows? 
And then they, one of them snapped a picture of him. Yeah, yeah. Elliot. He yes. went back in. He couldn't. I was like, Elliot, let's go. He's like, <gasps> he was so enthralled by this man on the floor. He went back and took a picture of him. They thing. love that picture. They've pulled it up multiple times and they really? zoom in on him and everything. They look, they go, Chuck Lorre. <laughs> It's like the family they joke don't even now. know who he is. I know. <laughs> so weird. So dumb. So we went there, and then we went to Charlotte's favorite show, Fuller House. Yeah, it's not her favorite, but she knows it. Mm-hmm. So we that was crashed cool. their stage and snuck around. Took a handful of candy from some coffee. Oh my god, you guys! Scene, it was like a restaurant. set. Yeah. It's a set, which I didn't even want to tell you, but usually those. They're props, and they've been sitting around for 10 years, and yeah. they just keep reusing them, and you guys are digging your hands in there, eating Sick lollipops. And- kids. I didn't see them doing it. Luckily, yeah, it was just Jolly Ranchers, so those <laughs> last forever. Charlotte ran to the makeup room, and she starts stroking the wig of something. Yeah. Like, this is the grandma's wig, and starts playing with it. I was like, Charlotte. <laughs> she knew a lot of stuff. She was like, oh, this is the brother, and she's like, oh, this is the couch. that." There's a whole episode about the dog getting on the couch, and the dad got really mad, and they had to cover it yeah it was this, this whole wow, thing wow that's so funny She's, i know and so i him. wonder in their brains like was this it didn't seem like it was so fascinating to them but was it do they understand behind the scenes a little bit i think if they had been avid watchers of any show they would have been like wow no they got yeah. it they understood how important and popular and all this stuff this is but i think They've been around it kind of with you yeah. in the mix since forever. And then when we filmed our little movie at home, ah. I kept telling him, I'm like, this is really what it's like doing a movie. And yeah. But then they, I think they got to see the other side of it, too, because when we showed our friends their little alien movie, um, especially little Hadley, she got all excited about it. And she came to our house and like revisited all the scenes. Wow. This is where the alien crept around the corner. And she's like, <laughs> can I do it? And she like put on the alien suit and she crept Aww. around the corner. Like, So it was cute. They got to see like, oh, we're kind of like stars. This dumb little That's home movie. Neat. But still. Yeah. Kind so. of demystifies it. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. For do you sure. remember and your first onset experience? Uh, besides my audition for milk and my sick body, no. <laughs> we did go to dad. Dad was in the, te- oh, the oh, hot dad. TV show Partners in Crime with Lonnie yes. Anderson and Linda Carter. So we he was playing like a bad guy in jail or some lecherous tattooed character. Right. And uh, we got to go on set with them for the day. And I sat on Linda Carter's lap. Did you yeah. too? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I was standing next to her going, hi. But, <laughs> yeah. It was like some police station scene and yeah, the, seeing the set and standing on the side and watching the whole thing. Yeah. It did demystify, but it also made it very cool too. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think. Well, Wonder Woman, that was a big deal. Like that was oh, yeah. my hero. And to Linda sit on Carter. her lap. We didn't wow. meet Lonnie Anderson, did we? She wasn't there that day. I think we did. But I think did. Linda Carter was more... Yeah, I remember saying hi to her or something. Yeah, Yeah. and then that picture, we took a picture with her and that followed us around our whole lives and we had it duplicated and it was such a precious photo because before digital, right? Yeah. This picture. I think I might have that. Anyway, so you guys, so we jumped around, we went to the Lucifer set for Dave Mm -hmm. and his co-worker wanted to see that and uh, and then we went into the archive building oh yes. remember there's a premiere for something with batman there's oh, a Batmobile yeah. there they announced it it's called is it hbo max but it's hbo is uh they just launched a new streaming service uh, which is what we thought and they had it all like you know behind walls and like security guards everywhere like nobody can know and it was this whole secret thing we finally found one security guard to tell us what was going on and he said it was an hbo conference there were having a huge party there and yeah we saw the batmobile and some huge rubber duck from i'm assuming it's like a joker thing right it's batman 2 okay Electric i think it was the one with the penguin where they had the big mm. rubber duck in the river below i remember that written by our good friend dan waters oh, who yeah. wrote batman 2 that we hung out with remember that he was such a nice guy yeah i i think oh, you guys should be hilarious. new bffs he's funny i know I cool guy. like him a lot. He also wrote Heathers. Anyway. Heathers. Then 
We went then, to the archive building where we got to see all the Harry Potter paraphernalia. Yes. All the superheroes. Now, is it... I'm going to, like, make a lot of nerd brains explode right now. Was that Marvel or DC? That was DC. DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we Marvel had... Marvel is all Disney. Okay. We had Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Who else was in there? Well, Harry Potter. All the Justice League. Justice League. Justice yeah. League. I have to get And close. then... Oh, Fabulous Beast. What is that? Miraculous Beast. <laughs> What's the other Harry Potter one? Forget it. I don't know. Yeah, the fabulous, beast one. incredible beast or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it so it was really cool. That was neat. That and is cool. And then you guys went costumes. up on set. We went to the whole costume warehouse. That was cool. It's a big, gigantic. Like there's hundreds. You just walk oh. in and there's thousands of shoes from all yeah. different eras. And then imagine it was like a. A huge warehouse. I mean, floor to ceiling. Imagine going into Costco and seeing racks and racks and racks of clothes all the way up to the ceiling throughout the entire warehouse. It was yeah. like, and everything was labeled, you know, 1930s boys, young boys, 1930s young girls. And you could go down any aisle and see. There's a whole and then, medieval section. There's a whole like Spartan section. Yeah. It's crazy. It was crazy. Vegas, they had bathing suits, they had retro. It was yeah. like everything you can imagine. So do they archive all the anything that people have used on any Warner Brothers movie? Is it all there? I or... don't know how that works. I should find out more about it. I think yes, probably, but then maybe some go with the show and are mm-hmm. outsourced. But I don't know, maybe for standard extra things, they have a lot of stuff there. Yeah. I don't know. I would think if you're getting into some really fancy movie, you would have a costume designer that mm-hmm. designs a lot, and maybe the the stuff that's sitting around is background for the hundreds of extras. And right. but I, maybe for things that are just like period pieces where you don't have to get like if it's Johnny Depp in a movie where you want to get real specific, I'm sure they design stuff for him. Mm-hmm. But this might be all the secondary or if it's not as important if it's just i'll throw the guy in the suit i don't know that's my guess (laughs) okay because the costume designers are going to want to design and put their stamp on it and make it special yeah there was one that was featured in a lot of the displays too who uh she was in that little movie too where they tell you how it goes from script to screen and she was the costume designer talking about it It was really neat yeah her stuff was beautiful all this beaded stuff and she did uh what was the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born? And yeah. A bunch of other stuff. I'll find her name later. Yay. But, yeah. And then we went on the set of Friends, or not the set, but they recreated the Central Perk. And we did a little photo op there. It was kind of the tourist trap uh, gift shop area. And then we did a green screen with a, a bat mobile, a, a motorcycle yeah. thing. Yeah. And that was cool. funny. Anyone can go through... Oh, sorry. Oh, don't tell that story. (laughs) Blame it. Say it's on the kids. Let's just say Ween's totally embarrassed us at the cash register, uh, making us all exit stage left really fast. She just did something (laughs) really embarrassing. Oh, sorry. That's funny. Oh, forget (laughs) it. Anyway, so anybody who is interested in this kind of fun can take the Warner Brothers studio tour. I think if you pay... I don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's somewhere yeah. like 70 bucks. You could go in a little tram and they drive you around and show you mm-hmm. all of what we talked about. And so I told my friends about this when we came back, our friends that were featured on our last episode, my girls trip friends. And they were like, let's go up and see Ellen because she films there. Oh, yeah. And try to do a whole Ellen weekend and do the L.A. thing up there. So um Fun. So yeah, maybe. Do you like Ellen? Does she have really good topics? And I get depressed when I watch um, talk shows. Yeah, I I don't know why. I like her. I mean, she's very like you know mainstream America, sweet and cute. And I like when she brings on funny little guests. And they always show clips on Facebook and stuff, so I see it there. But I don't like watch it regularly. But yeah, it's fun. It's nice. It's cool. Yay! She had a cute one where Brad Pitt was in the audience and nobody knew it, and he like stood up and was like, "Hi!" and everyone went wild. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. All right, so close out the day of your day in Hollywood. Well, you went to 
whipped cream on top of the Warner Brothers Sunday was when you took us to the filming of a scene of The Rookie. It was Monday, which was by the way. Up in Griffith, Griffith Park. And yes. it's going to be episode... What did I say? Episode... Beep. Called... Uh-huh. All right. Yes. Yeah. And it was great. So we drove into Griffith Park. Um, you just said hi, and everybody lets you by, and you just parked up with the whole crew, like you usually do, I'm sure. And we walked up this trail to where they were rehearsing. Not Hollywood. They normally have that closed off, so only bikes can go through. So now we were oh. up in the Mount Hollywood is where they film a lot of scenes where you know people are out in the woods or in the dark driving down the pine tree road. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of we filmed up there several times for different yeah, movies. Yeah, I noticed there was like different trees growing, so they've actually planted it up to look like different like areas i think that's right? just Griffith park i'm guessing but maybe mm-hmm. more of a pine filled i don't know yeah, yeah. no because i saw different groves of different types of trees it looked like someone oh. purposefully like grew different trees there so maybe because they're very film friendly in griffith park they really yeah. really want to get filming there so it makes sense yeah right. pine trees you know because think about how many movies are pines in the woods for right totally. so they use that all the time yeah, so we walk up this trail, and um, the whole crew is up there, and we're telling the kids, be real quiet. You know, they're actually going to film, so you have to make sure your phones are off and no, t- no pictures. And so we uh, kind of sidle up to the back of the crew, and you're, like, kind of waving at everybody and whispering, hi, hi, hi. And then we see them marching up, rehearsing their scene. And so it's this whole cop scene with guns and... And I'm not going to give it all away, right? Because this is all plot yeah. stuff. But um, it was cute because they finished the rehearsal. And then uh, Nathan Fillion, the, the lead guy, uh, made some From Castle goes, and Modern Family and Firefly. Okay. He was in Modern Family, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, what did he play in Modern Family? I have no idea. I just know that I write that on things sometimes when I need to oh. drop names or get in the house <laughs> or something. I don't know. So he was standing there after, you know, they yelled cut or whatever. And he um, he goes, there's a there's a lost family in the woods. And he pointed us out and he came walking over, you know, everyone chuckle, chuckle. And he shook our hands and introduced himself, asked what the kids names were. And then he was sweet. He was so nice. And then he was talking about he goes, OK, guys, so what's the shiny three leaf? Like he was telling right. us about poison oak. Watch out for poison oak. And then he was so sweet. And then he he goes, "Yeah, I got crazy poison oak last month, and it was so bad. I'm super allergic." And then he went and filmed some more scenes, and then came back and showed all the pictures, yeah. which were kind of saucy because he had his shirt off. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, that was Nathan. what I was looking at. I know he was Is showing me the poison, poison oak. oak or a nipple? I was seeing some poison <laughs> pecs. Oh. <laughs> Rub your He's sumac cute. over here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so yeah, he anyway. was very handsome in real life. I I don't yeah like I don't know. I didn't notice him on TV much. It's just kind of like okay, another actor, another show. But yeah. I was like, oh, his skin is so nice and so cute. His so hair is handsome. put together very well, and yeah. he wasn't super tall, but he wasn't short. He was just like a nice, normal guy, super sweet with the feet. kids. Yeah. And then at the very end, I was like, do you mind if we get a picture with you? After you showed all those poison oak pictures. And he was like, yeah. I, w- I was hoping you'd ask her. It's like, I was waiting for this. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for it. So what a sweet guy. Yeah, you took the picture. And then he was kind of arranging us like, okay, you stand here, you stand here. And it was really cute. So, yeah. yeah. And then after that, we left. And But mean in the meantime, we were talking to, in between takes and all that, we were talking to the stunt coordinator David Roden. David Roden, who you talked about in the last episode. Love that guy. So nice. He looked like just a huge buff Woody Harrelson to me. Yeah. And he did Iron Man and uh, Men in Black. He was like some of the main guys in that for stunts. Yeah. Jumping out of helicopters. He was talking about falling onto boats and like fight scenes and going yeah. through plate glass windows and just yeah. like a day in the life, like no big deal. And So now he's a coordinator, which means you can, it's great. I think people do that when they get a little older or, Mm -hmm. you know, you just get up to a certain level and then you don't have to do the stunts anymore. You just coordinate everybody. So that's what he does. All the stunt guys will come in and he just, they'll run through all the scenes and it's cool. 
Yeah, little things like lift this leg instead of this leg. He was talking yeah. about that and yeah, and how long it takes and how tired you get and really mm-hmm. cool stuff. Nice guy. Totally talking to us a lot. The kids really were impacted Hamburgers by him. and fries. Remember? Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he did bump. the Hamburgers fries. Blow it up, but burgers and fries, and then curly oh, yeah. fries, and then double <laughs> fries. They love that. They thought that was so cool. And oh. then your your tactical guy, what was his name? I have to insert that. I'm so bad. I'm sorry. That's okay. He's a great guy, and I totally forget. But That's okay. Yeah, he's a guy that used to be a detective. He used to work with sociopaths and murderers and serial killers, and so now he's a consultant to everybody on how to hold their weapons, on mm-hmm. what... Like Richard, the other main actor. Oh, yeah. He was nice, too. He was super sweet. And he loved you guys, too. And He uh, plays the sergeant. Sarge. Sarge. And he was like, hey, when you find a dead body, how long does it take? Like, if you unveil a dead body, will it take it? Like, do you smell it right away? Does it take a second to hit your nose? You know, Ugh. just little questions like that. Ooh. And, yeah, he has all those answers. It's crazy. So he's on set all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool to watch the scene come through and to see your buddy, the um, photographer, too, kind of pre-walk the whole scene, like how he was going to walk backwards. And Who? he had to have someone kind of guiding him, like holding his hands on his hips to guide him walking backwards. Oh, that's the A camera. They call that okay. the A camera operator, who is Brad, who I did music with. Yes. Nice, yeah. And then... uh all their marks, right? They had to tape off just even the dirty trail had like different colored tape on it where the they had to hit their marks and stand and talk this yeah. way. And then all the plants they brought in to kind of fluff up the foliage to make it look that extra. Would be the greens department, onset greens. Yes. Yep. These are my people, <laughs> the garden guys. I was digging that, watching them snap twigs and get it all yeah. properly set up and yeah, it was cool, so huh? cool. It was so neat. Yeah. And then it was cute overall. I just thought it was neat that everybody was very like, oh, cool, a family. And it was like, we were the stars. It was kind of like you a new were. thing to see kids walking around. And We see each other every day, all day long, and it's all business. And so mm-hmm. to see anything that comes in that's like real life, I think everyone is so excited. Because yeah. I told you that. You're like, oh, are, are we going to be okay? Like, is everybody going to look at us like who are these people and, and they were all like yay yeah. oh kids and family this is great they <laughs> so. were taking charlotte over to the scene where it was being shot where they had like some props that were really hmm, interesting dead yeah dead and they were asking her kind of educational questions like okay which uh which dead body do you think has been decomposing longer this one or this one and yeah. she was like <laughs> This one. And they're like, you're right. Very good. And then, of Aww. course, some like jokester dad type had to be like, boo, right behind her while she was like, he's yeah. like, you can touch it. And she like reached down and touched it. They're like, it's just rubber. And then, of course, they have to <laughs> scare her from behind. I'm like, great. Thanks, guys. That's nice. It's going to have nightmares. Did they yeah. talk about that? Like, did that penetrate the brain of creepiness? She, or No, she was, uh, Charlotte was proud of herself. She's like kind of tough with her brothers, right? And yeah. Dave, who's always messing around with her so she was like I knew they were made out of rubber I wasn't scared I mean they were ugly but and she yeah. told her friends at school about it and so it was, it was cute that's cute but, I mean it's kind of cool to know now that things aren't real on tv I don't know right I remember but, having that light bulb younger going oh okay those are all props and that's all of this and that's you know right it's kind right. of behind the curtain yeah yeah takes away the nightmare part of Although it doesn't, because I still can't watch horror movies. It's stupid. Can you? I, I mean, well, some of them. Ugh. If it's a good movie, it gets in your head, yeah. Especially the psychological ones, like inside your mind. They're coming mind. out with uh, The Shining 2, by oh, the way. Gosh. I know. That's cool. It's be yeah. interesting. Charlotte and her best buddy went as um, Annabelle Dolls, which is another horror flick, Annabelle. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're all obsessed about it. Yeah. It's like, you're eight. You're not supposed to be in the stuff Charlotte's got yet, a little but. dark side. She was, because we went into the prop house at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, and that's kind of a cool, like you, another place that's so weird, you can get telephones from all the way back from the beginning of telephones until oh. current. So, I took and a dolls. video. Yeah. I'll post our video on um, our Facebook group, and it was 
the kids trying to do a rotary phone. I'm like, okay, boys, if you had to call someone, what would you do? Because I'd seen this before, and I was just curious. You'll have to see what they did. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Wrong. Um, yeah, but that was cool. Seeing all the, yeah, yeah. Like old games and old anything. It's just neat. Imagine now creating. Doesn't it make you want to create a movie when you see all totally. that stuff? And I want to create a movie just being there and sneaking into someone's set and pulling off props and just running and we could I mean there was like a presidential room I made all the kids <laughs> yeah. go in there and say harumph that was my favorite <laughs> the red phone yeah yeah that was great oh. I know there's so much cool stuff to see I mean you could really spend hours there and they did have tours coming through to see parts of it but we got the the real tour got the full inside we totally snuck in that costume department which we got I know. kicked out we of we got in trouble what those ladies did not they did not think kids were cute like the other guys. No. Bunch of like, curmudgeons. Touch. Yeah. I know. You I had know. interviewed uh, your electrician buddy a while ago. Oh. And he talked about trying to balance family and this whole work-life thing. Do you want to pop Sharp. that in? Yeah. yeah, let's pop it in. Bruce Sharp. I love him. He reminds me of one of our uncles. He feels like he's just a fun, sweet family guy. And I'm going to let's pop him in. Bruce Sharp. All right. Bruce Pop. Hi, Bruce. Hello, Julian. How are you? I'm good. Um, what is your first and last name? Bruce Sharp. I know that already. But all right, now this is for the people who don't know a whole lot about the film industry. What do you do? I'm a rigging gaffer, which basically means I support the electrical department by supplying power and lights. And his phone's going off. We are on the job. Very important person. Um, I supply power and lights to the electrical department on location and on stage. So whether the company is building sets on stage for a permanent set or swing sets as we call them, I supply the power and the dimming capability. Or if we're out on location, shooting out in Los Angeles or wherever, I supply the Where power. Where we are right now, we're in a neighborhood, so you'll come down before the shooting crew gets here and rig it, set That's up correct. cable. That's correct. We set up all the cable, make sure everything's out of the shot or you know appropriately set so the cameras and the scene is all set without seeing our equipment so but we're also it's very important for us to supply power to the set so everyone can plug in their iphones this is pretty much all we care about during the shoot there's a bunch of 85 people who need to charge their phones so thank you for that what drew you to the film business that's a really long story but I'll give you the short version. I was in art school doing film and photography, had an opportunity to see a film set, got on the film set, and just kind of fell in love with the whole aura of it. The whole, you know, it just drew me in as far as, like, the creativity, the actors, the locations, the the whole way it was presented to me at that time was um, very enticing, and I just kind of fell in love with it at that time. So, so do you still love it, or is it a bit of a grind? It's both. Uh, I do love it. I love what we do. I enjoy it. We are in different locations and different places every day. We meet different people every day. We um, are able to work with friends. Uh, we're sometimes able to you know, hang out with people that we've known for years and still have fun, but we do work hard. It is a grind because of our hours. We get up early. We get home late. We work long What's days. What's your average day? My average day is getting to work between 4 and 6 a.m. and getting home between 6 and 8 p.m. Has that uh, been a problem for the family or they understand? I'm celebrating my 20th year of marriage, so I think I figured it out. She's in the business (laughs) too, right? Does that help? It hasn't been easy, um, but it does help. It hasn't been easy. We've raised two kids, um, so it hasn't been easy, but we've been able to navigate it pretty well because of our understanding of the industry and the business itself. So So a lot of people say that it does destroy marriages and family. Do you see that happening a lot, or how do you make it work? Because those are crazy hours. And she's a producer, right? Yes. I, In my opinion, you, you, you have to make the choice. What do you, what do you want? Do you want to work in this industry and have a successful career and be able to go home and enjoy your family and your partner? Or do you want to go have fun and and not be, you know, not have the traditional relationship and things at home? And, you know, it's it's a choice. People are, we're presented with choices every day. We, we're on location for weeks or months at a time. We're working long hours every day. 
um, it goes both ways, but I think it's really just about a choice, you know, whether or not you prioritize family and relationship. Correct. Because a lot of people do get divorces and, and maybe get caught up in the craziness of the, you know, it's like a traveling circus or that's, that's exactly what it is. It's a circus. Yeah. It's but a, a lot of people hook up with each other secretly cause they're in some hotel room in Atlanta and people party after work and like what stays in Vegas kind of thing. Or you're a family person in a, and then you hold it together, which you've chosen wisely, Bruce. I've tried. <laughs> yes, I have. And that's what I've wanted to do. But I have to say the industry itself has been giving me a lot of opportunities that I've enjoyed. Um, I've been able to travel. I've been able to make yeah. an income to help my family and be successful with our, our kids and everything. And so I do love the industry as much as it tends to beat all of us up at times. I do love it. I really enjoy it. I feel like I made the right choice. and um, That's awesome. I'm going to stick it out as long as they'll keep me. And boy, are they going to keep him. Bruce Sharp is one of the rock stars on the set. He's got his own trailer. He's got his own director's chair. When he comes down the road, people stop and swoon and say, there goes Bruce. He's got a theme song that follows him. I, I'm not aware of that, though, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'll tell you what the theme okay. song sounds like. It sounds like this. This is the part that's going to get edited, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. Okay, Bruce. Oh, yay. isn't he the greatest? But that's a little so, insight. Family, balancing family, work. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's a tough gig. I don't know how people can sustain it. I'm sure you only have a limited time in this kind of industry. You know, it is what have do you to mean? move on or just takes a special type. I don't know. But I think you have to be, to yeah. What is it? A bludgeon for punishment? That's not the right word. A sucker mm. of what is that term? Oh my oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Whatever. You're who a, cares? Glutton yeah. for punishment? That's it. Glutton. You're a glutton. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Glutton. Doesn't make sense. Yes. But, um, no, a lot of people do it, and then but then you'll find some people that say, "Oh yeah, I've been through three marriages. This just doesn't work. It has to be an industry <sighs> person to understand it." I just think you have to be with someone who can yeah. tolerate you being gone many hours, many days at a time. Right. right. But the benefit is, then you get three months off sometimes. True. In between projects, just a lot of people don't take the time. They just keep going. They don't know what else to do with themselves, and they just keep. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like I need the breaks in between. Right. Well, and you have time to do other projects, too. If you're a creative type, you'd probably want to use that time wisely. And I know all the big actors, like even our cousin, you know, during his off time of filming New Amsterdam, he'll do like his music projects or yeah. his own little film projects or plays in between. And yeah. Yeah. So. And you want to make sure to have that balance in a very imbalanced mm-hmm. gig. Right. I would bet this is probably like are there other jobs? I'm going to stop saying like, by the way. Do you notice how many people say like? Oh, and my hey, friend. You're, what? You're very trendy. I counted Toby's yesterday. I asked him, I go, just try, try to say something without the word like. He did it. It was a 30-second story. He said it about yeah. 15 times. It's crazy. So, yeah. And you really listen to your friends and stuff. I had my friend Rachel start going, ha, every time I say like. <laughs> so I'll say, as if, and almost... Uh, parallel to it's just really oh, weird boy. to try to replace like with another word or just oh, so don't say you, it at all you use like in the real meaning versus oh. just a gap like because i do it as a gap filler it's my um it's awful well maybe we'll look at it mm-hmm. okay i think we're out of time yep and we're i want to say that it's been a real pleasurable experience with you all of our friends taking them on a journey through That's Warner Brothers right. Studios and the hit show the rookie film it's set we were there I family time thank magic you. castle yes yeah thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule for us it was great I love and you guys it was so much fun the kids will remember forever and me I love you too Yay. I love you too all right, and well, all you listeners we love you as well that's what I was going to say. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, go, there's my um. Go to all of our social media, please, at Mouse and Weens. We also have a new Patreon page on which we are putting new uh, content. We have episodes and videos and 
I even designed a t-shirt. Now the <gasps> t-shirt. Did? I didn't know that. I would like a Mouse and Wings t-shirt. Oh, it I is would. for patrons that have been with us for four months. I just picked a month and I'm going to send you a free t-shirt if you sign up on Patreon for, and you last for four months. Wow. And yeah. And we're going to put other stuff on there um, and have contests and post different fun things. So be a VIP and go on Patreon slash Mouse and Weens. And please let us know anything you want us to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to throw it all in there. Throw what it all do you in. Say, Weens, quick. I just want to say thanks and call in and, and ask us to talk about a subject that's always fun. We'll choose your subject to talk about. We'll do a whole... Like 20 minutes on it or something. Yeah. We'll... You can be anonymous or leave your name. Or what about advice? I love giving advice too. Oh, yeah. Advice. Let's Those do that. Kind of stories are fun. Okay. What I do? All right. Call in about, yeah, any problem you're having in your life and we'll, we'll solve it for you immediately. That's right. All of our okay. information is on <laughs> mouseweens.com and go there and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Rookie. Love. The most wonderful